0: All right, everybody, uh, um, Spencer Grass is here again for one more episode of our Last Forecast the Future podcast. Well, today I have here with me, Guilherme Stefanini. Hey, Guilherme, how are you? Man? I'm good. Thanks for receiving me. Oh, come on. Thanks for coming. Do. It's going to be good. Yeah, thanks for coming. We take we take we uh, we took advantage that Guilherme is here <laughs> visiting. We're having um, a sales event, and Guilherme is here. We're part of his team. Uh, so good to have you here to talk a little bit about you. And about Stefanini Group, about what you do in the Stefanini Group. So, Guilherme uh, is the CEO of Stefanini Digital Marketing Tower. He's going to explain more about that in a second. But uh, let me take uh, you know, the, the curiosity out of the equation, right? So, uh, Guilherme Stefanini, for the people that are listening uh, to us outside of the Stefanini Group, are you the oldest son of Marco Stefanini, right? Yeah, I'm the
1: oldest one.
0: Okay, cool, cool. How old are you, Guilherme? I'm 32. 32, pretty young, huh? All right, good, good. Um, so, uh, let's talk about, you know, your childhood and something, because, like, I'm curious, we never had this conversation, so I'm going to take advantage that I'm, I'm the one making, uh, you know, asking questions today. Um, So how was your childhood? Like, you know, you grew up uh, around Stefanini Company because Stefanini Group's 35 years or 32. So you guys kind of uh, grew up pretty like the same time, right? So what is your, you know, memories about growing up as your father was growing the company? So, you know, talk a little bit about you and growing and uh, your relation with the Stefanini
1: Group. That is an interesting question, like a joke that uh, it's my big sister, right? So it's always like before that and uh, I came after, but uh, no problem with that. And uh, so basically the relationship that it was, the company was very, very present on the daily basis, like uh, my parents found it so i joke that every meal that we had together was about it like the company and the things that's going still is a lot about it but um so it was very natural to to be within it and like um how can i say i think was very clear for us since the beginning that for me my brother that and my parents made that very clear that that was what was providing for us everything right so we have to have Fair. a special attention and um so i remember like sometimes we're fighting in the back of the car if a client calls like everybody went quiet so and if he had the call i don't know if he went but fight back in it but uh, again but uh for sure when he was talking or having meetings like everything was quiet so it was very um that that was very present for us. I think also one thing that was very present is how hard it is to build up. So I remember a lot of the times that I like hit up dinner for my dad like three AM because I was on vacation so right, a lot of free time. And by six in the morning he already had left and he was flying someone else like to to have that. So We understand the dedication and the amount of energy and uh, to build that up. So uh, I think that was the strongest memories that we have, at least I have, from from the companies. Less about that and more about it. I think another interesting part was when Marco took us on business trips. So he was coming like for the US, I remember that, and I was like maybe 10 and max. And just like okay, this client's cool. You can come up and listen. No, this one you're gonna wait for in the reception. So I went there for like, and I joked there wasn't any, any mobile games. You just waited there for, for to to know what's gonna happen and it was quite interesting to to tag along and learn and see here on on, on, on on the job, right? So I think that's. Uh,
0: I always I learn. I, I I've heard about the you know business trips. Um, with with your father, but I never heard from your perspective. So, uh, quite interesting. But you know, before that, I, I think uh, you're making clear that it was a teamwork since the beginning. Your parents, you oh, and your yeah. brother. Oh yeah. Right. No, so,
1: actually, more that from them in the beginning, of course. Like you don't have much to contribute, uh, but uh, I think today is a lot of teamwork. And uh, wow, but yeah. you were you were
0: saying that right? You know, as a kid just just observing and you know understanding when the priority, you know it's something you know, hey, that's gonna talk about a client now. so let's keep quiet and you know keep you know the peace in the room and etc. And then start traveling and you know just to go like I say, hey, stay on the reception here, you know, hang out with the book or something. I'll be right back. Um, I, it's probably a way that you know, your father found to have, you know, time with yeah, his yeah. kids. Why, you know, growing yeah, the company? Because like,
1: although he traveled a lot, I think both of them and mainly my father, they were still very present. Like I remember him calling, and we're going to the like the kitchen phone. Yeah, we didn't have mobile, but right. I'm not that young anymore, Spencer. So um, I remember going to the kitchen's phone to talk to him and he wore something else and uh, he, he, he made sure to call us and uh, I think that's very present and I think the interesting part was that we understand the energy and the dedication from everybody going into the business so yeah. we had to make our, our part in that so I think uh, that that was very clear and wasn't something that was very like Top down, of course. Like they start as saying, "like behave like that," but after you understand what is going into, and by example, yeah, you of start course, like of course. going into that at yeah. same time.
0: Just the observation. Now, let me fast forward to you know you going to college, okay, right? Uh, you see a lot of examples, right? You know, uh, you know, kids of entrepreneurs that are kind of a falling into the business education and some others are like no hell I'm gonna go with this and I'll do arts and I will do something completely different. I'll go medicine, I'll be a dentist and I have I want a distance from the business and etc. And well um you, you ended up following, you know, business side of education, right? So that was a, how was that decision for you? Natural, you got, you know, pressured by, you know, your folks. So how was that? in, in you know, in Brazil, uh, you know, we, we go to university a little bit uh, later than the folks here in U.S. But regardless, it's 18, 19, and you have to make a big decision, right? Yeah.
1: So how it was for you? I think it's interesting to mention the American model and the Brazilian model. Like, uh, the American is that where you go matters more what you do as major or minor. In Brazil, it it matters both, but what you do is more important. So so the rule basically was I had to go into a very good school that was non-negotiable. And also, what they said always also was like, okay, you have after that, if like independent bodies happening, you need to get a job where you're gonna be sustaining yourself. So, right, so you have to see a few of the options that is coming at, and arts and like, if you get here in the U.S., you can have like a good life in Brazil, probably not. So, with a few exceptions, you're right. Yeah, but is normally like the chances of getting well it's not that high so it's better to bet on another thing so that more or less was the idea and was quite interesting because they always made it clear that if I wanted I can go back to business of course and perform and do my job um, but I was never pushed or um, obliged to like of course they incentivize and in a subtle way and they they aimed for that but wasn't yep. something that like you had to do it right and, so uh, what you're saying was your decision yeah like uh, yeah it was my decision and I think uh, one interesting thing that I learned young age was that um, it's cheaper to throw shit in the fan sorry for this expression but when you're in a person is there going to it's gonna be expensive, but it's not gonna be as expensive and as it's gonna to be to do bad things on on the on the company. So, like, if you're not into it, really, split up, yep. right? So, I think that was very important. So, uh, on the beginning, uh, I said, okay, I have to work outside. That was one of the first rules uh, that we had. On- oh,
0: so tell about the rule, yeah. So, so. Your first job was not at Stephanie. You were, no, This is no, what you're no, saying, no, right? No, so no. it was a kind of a rule, so you have to oh, go yeah, out. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a rule. So it
1: was a pretty clear rule for me and my brother was like, okay, you had to have an experience outside of the company, you has to do something that's correlated to what we do. And uh, basically that was uh, the rules, right? So when, uh, you had to prove yourself outside and then coming in.
0: So then, okay, so then you uh, you started uh, with, with Stefanini. Oh, no, tell me about So first job at Stefanini, CEO, right?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> far from that. I was kind of like a service manager, operational manager, and I'm responsible for a few of the accounts. Actually, when I started, uh, I didn't have any positions, right? I would be like advisor for our ITO director at that, that time, the digital place uh, services mm-hmm. um things like that or workplace services and then i was start to do like the first month with him and looking like what is happening and i just like okay the guys who were managing is also thinking doing together that's what i need to do in, in search of evolving one of the first thing that got me frustrated in um in consulting was that um you cannot the chance to apply what you think and i think that's an important part of learning and involving so you're always the guy who thinks solve and save the road and you just handle the client a powerpoint a powerpoint so it was just like yeah so it's different so i went to start having meetings with the with the director and at the same time i saw the manager was responsible for thinking doing and then I was talking to him, and it's gonna be like restructuring. I said, "Okay, give me some accounts. I wanna get on the job, right? So I wanna get my hands dirty." Yeah. Uh, I, I joke that wish what you curve because we wish uh, be careful what we wish for. So what's quite interesting, I joke that it was very intense year. Almost had three heart attacks. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I came from a culture in consulting that, or you were at heaven or hell. And I learned to to see that it was very different nuance between these two extremes and uh, uh, was an interesting process. But uh, so I got the hardest um, goals to achieve. Uh, My my profitability goals was like 50% higher than the second one. So it was a very tough time and we we managed to do it. Um, And I joke was with a very tough portfolio of clients because the, the clients who Change managers are normally clients who are not doing well, or they're new, or the the client stuff, right? So you need to refresh it. So I just got like uh, the best part, let's say, of that. So it was very interesting. Um, Then after that, we're assembling our digital area and the background on consulting, they moved me. So it was quite interesting to learn a lot about to learn about digital design and how they approach to whatever, So for me personally, it was very good. And at the same time, it was quite interesting that I was responsible now for helping and start sailing, uh, selling, right? right? So uh, one of the, the first things that was very interesting was my first sale in the group was made in Nicaragua with uh, Topaz. Right. So it was quite interesting. The guy there had a crazy idea that actually makes sense. Maybe not the scale there, but it was quite interesting. So we did a, like a few weeks of design thinking with them there. So I was responsible for selling and delivering. So I had to do design thinking that was something that I never like had the practice at doing at Spanish and in a foreign country. So it was very, very interesting uh, experience then i was getting very specialized i'm a more generalist guy i like having numbers pnl that baked me i i like more managing that way and um then the ventures that we were beginning actually wasn't named ventures but w- was a work that we did before uh, we, we did after it but we had several companies that wasn't being they were overlooked and of course the business the majority of the business was growing and there was still a, a a high number of questions about their success and i said okay like it's the ugly duck you give me if turn turns one good if not still the ugly duck i don't have any any risks right so and they became like 25, 30% of the group, of course, wasn't all me. Had a lot of good teams and good entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs working with us. And then it got really big, right? So 30 plus companies, things like that. So makes no sense. And we split in six. Also, there were people like Georgi from Topaz who does, who does a very good work, need more, I don't know, more space. So I think it was good splitting. Mm-hmm. And then I started managing our marketing services, like we did a few acquisitions and then I started being responsible for them and Right. So I'm on this journey now.
0: Yeah, you got you got uh, you got a little bit on on the, the topic that I wanna uh explore with you. So I got that. And I think um what you describe it, of course, in a short period of time, I think entitles you to be here, right? You're not and for the people that work, uh, you know, in a, almost in a daily basis with you. And I'm one of them. Uh, we're part of the leadership group when Guilherme is, is a, an active uh, voice also. So, you know, you're not, you never had a, you know, a easy day or a free pass just because you're Marcos' son. So I think, you know, people that knows you and work with you understands that. And this is what I'm saying that entitles you to be here today discussing business and talking about the 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 company that you were over the last at least when i joined and you were here already seven years eight years ago you have been active in working and building this up and um, the acquisitions of new companies kind of a getting to a different uh, pace acquiring more and more companies the group of ventures that we called and like you said, it got too big and we need to segment it and kind of a, a specialized. And today, as I, I said at the beginning, you're the CEO of the uh, Digital Marketing Tower and you have uh, six or seven uh, companies um, under your leadership. So can you talk a little bit about this group of companies and what does those companies, they do and, and how they you know fit into the the whole uh, stefanini group
1: so today we have five main teams the first one is um branding content generation uh and uh, gen- g- demand generation so how to increase effective of the brand and increase sales through it and things like that the second part that we do um, it's digital channels, and we, we say all covers because you have the very different challenges of uh, sailing through channels, but how we use technology to improve it, be online or be offline. Of course, online is the biggest deal for us, naturally. Um, then we have the third part that is analytics and growth, how you use data to better understand the business and to help them to improve their performance or how do we build up growth using less investment and being more efficient. So basically that's what we're talking about here. Then we have consumer marketing insights, uh, how to understand the consumer majorly, how to approach them, how to build directly bridges between the companies and the marketeers with the customer and understanding their pains what they're doing. And the last time that we are betting that we're gonna see that uh, it's now getting a very interesting size and demanding is that what we call relationship with the customer right so if you call crm normally it's correlated to a software and what they're doing but in basically is how we have companies to have and drive a better relationship with their customers and with the help of technology how we made it that very individually and engaging as possible for the consumer and of course more um, uh, it's with better results for the brand so basically that's the five main teams that we've been working on and uh, going to market so uh. and, and well i think um, i'm
0: i'm asking these questions to everybody that sits um, here on the table with me so how technology and the new things and um, you know i'm sorry i can't avoid asking about chat tpt so how those new technologies ai Chat, tpt etc., are influencing the type of uh, business that the group that you
1: lead is is providing in the market. Oh, so I just forgot the question before, how that fit in with the technology group? I think, as you said now, AI tech is playing a huge role uh, in uh, in marketing. So you need to use a lot of data to understand and engage with the customer now. Efficient and uh, in a better way and a more productive way. So that it is. And after, like when we start losing, uh, we start seeing what we're doing, not losing, but seeing that we did applications, we did the softwares, we did some of the digital channels, but then the IT side just put it to to the e-commerce services or things like that. And they did not always resolve the pain that we have within the customer so what we start doing is seeing other opportunities to help our customer to deliver better services for their um, consumers Mm -hmm. so that's where we start bringing up new capabilities and where digital marketing plays so building build build, helping them to build better digital products helping them to understand the pains of the consumer help them to know what our clients has to offer and things like that, so that's more like we started. And talking about new technologies, I think like it's gonna have a huge impact, like that one for sure, like Metaverse, I wasn't betting on them for sure, but Mm -hmm. this one I think it's gonna be a huge impact because it allows you to do things very differently. So until now, I still had some repetitive work, like uh, getting a key visual and unfolding very different uh, art pieces and things like that and it's still very manual because AI computing still a long way to go mm-hmm. but I think now with more generative uh, AI like ChatBT, LLM or whatever you're calling it uh, plays a bigger role and do things that are uh, still of course not 100% automated but still goes a long way in, prote- in efficient and also, it helps us to improve our capability of of uh, creativity in a way that we can access more information easily. So that compounds on what we're thinking about and how we change. So I think it's going to drive us to provide better service for our clients and in a more efficient way. To yeah, do. I agree. It's going to be very interesting how to play it. And uh, we okay. afford to be in a tech group that understand that and how it plays. So it's easier for us to have... The pains and the capability of solving that inside the house to to apply that,
0: and I think uh, the the fact that we are closer to technology kind of a help us to understand better. So I'm not scared with uh, chat TPT and you know AI. Uh, I think uh, you know, like I I know you know friends of mine are like you know scared. Oh, you know, it's gonna destroy everything and the professionals will disappear and this and that. And what I'm seeing is really. A possibility of uh, unlocking value of a lot of things that we do like you said tapping to more creativity and it's like a it, it's more like we, we call here you know augmentation it's like yeah. making you know the humans better exactly exactly yeah. powerful better faster mm-hmm. you know more 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 uh, precise in in many ways so I, I like that. I like the way that, you know, the group Stefanini is taking. Um, I think it's another revolution that we're seeing now, and another wave of disruption, etc. But we're taking very positively this time and we're 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 seeing that it's gonna be in beneficial of the the business out there, not only for us but for our clients yeah. as well.
1: I no, like it, ca- it scares me, but in a good way. Like it's impressive what it does and shocks, but yeah. the possibilities what you can do with, like in a positive way, is just right. Amazing. I'm always looking. Oh my gosh! Man. It's, it's just just
0: like we'll be able to do this,
1: this, this, and that, and, and and also help our team to do jobs that matter most of them to use what humans can do better. So I think that's yeah. also. One thing that uh, I would love to tap more in our creativity teams and bring more of that to the table than just drawing, right? So that's yeah. going to be very interesting.
0: It right just a, the, just
1: a segue on that, right? Because we're talking about ah,
0: how you keep yourself updated with everything that's going on, P&L, teams, development, people, and, you know, be a leader of people, you know who is leading people know exactly what we're talking about, how demanding it is also, you know, exercise, uh, empathy all the time, put yourself on, you know, someone else's shoes and try to understand from their angle. So it's a lot of things, you know, it's a lot of stress that build up, etc. So what, what, what do you do when you're not uh, working? So are you into any sports, uh, Rob? You know, what... what
1: what guilherme does when guilherme is not working uh that spare time that's getting tighter but uh so uh the main things uh, i do like doing it's traveling and diving so scuba diving oh, yeah, so that's okay. my thing
0: uh-huh.
1: uh but they are not very accessible hobbies i think it's not something that you do every day so i'm yeah. still searching for that uh, but like um pretty normal person right so i like uh hanging out with friends i think that's a very important thing uh, that i do like a lot um reading trying to read new books i was reading too much of business so i was trying to read the new history things that i do like um i do sports i think that's important for for to keeping my mind straight and uh thinking clearly and uh, that helps um and I also like to watch a lot of movies and end up watching some series I think. Uh always like something that I enjoy and then end up but I'm not like the guy who's very uh movie enthusiast in artistic ways, just more like cleaning your mind up. So that helps. But I, I think it's pretty pretty so, normal, right? So, so it's not yeah. I don't have any so very different tra- things so tra- right?
0: yeah traveling and, and scuba diving I, I, you know I've, I've heard I've heard that before so uh, you know on that like uh, best trip so far for scuba diving and what is the you know the um, the uh, rail uh, what was that the holy grail like someone that you look like I need to get that one
1: um, best so, so far
0: and the one okay. to get it
1: I always joke that the favorite things or the best ones are the most difficult to get. Like, Pretty So much. I would say a few ones. Uh, last uh, November, I went to Mexico in the Pacific. It's called Jivea uh, Jigedo Archipelago. And it's a few islands that you don't go. You just stay in the boat and stay one week diving. And was just like that. Was the, 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 the amount of sea life that you see there it's incredible and uh, i saw things that i never had dove with so mm. like whale shark dolphins very interactive dolphins uh so it was very good i saw a wall of homerheads and was just like wow. amazing so that's very very good the second one is a pacific island called palau and like in the middle of nowhere many of you may heard in the in history class you have like a, a huge battle uh in world war Two, there and uh but the dive sites there the visibility the sea life is also very interesting and uh, was a very very nice trip and uh um, the third one that i would say it's a place in brazil called fernando noronha it's an island the whole vibe is just amazing uh visibility is like piece of 400 feet plus yeah it's paradise and uh and and the animals there, in quantity and quality is also very good. So I think that would be the best trees that I, that I would say. Uh, we're aiming now, it's a lot in Indonesia. You have Komodo, Rajanpa that are like holy grails for divers. But still have a lot of... I want to do the divings with the sharks in the Bahamas. The list is long, so... Okay. Yeah, it's, it's good. Australia. Uh, then it's, then good, it's good to have a good
0: list. It's good to have a good list. I like I like that, and I like the fact that scuba diving is something that if you take care of yourself, you know, it's, it has a longevity on oh, yeah, this sport. Oh yeah, there's like um, if you, if you, if I may call it sport, but long. There's a longevity there. You yeah, can, some
1: people call it sport, but I don't know. You can keep you oh, know, yeah. diving for yeah. for
0: years and years to come.
1: Like uh, when I was looking at a documentary on Geo, and they were talking about uh, sharks and things like that. And there was a, a lady that was like in their 80s and still very active and diving, so it was very, very very good. They're very um, interesting.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks for no, thank thanks for coming. Thanks me, for attending. So. Uh, you know, for the folks that you know uh, listen mm-hmm. us in Brazil. Valeu, <laughs> obrigado aí de ter vindo. Acho puta legal para caramba. Bom demais trabalhar com você. Valeu. É, sei que teu irmão também tá na jogada. É, com ele é mais distante, mas com você a gente trabalha junto de verdade mesmo e vendo aí seu crescimento fico feliz Eu acho valeu. que assim a segunda obrigado. geração tá vindo forte aí e futuro tipo, do grupo base tá aí. bem forte né valeu amigo valeu, valeu. obrigado alright folks thank you see you next time